We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yield Raven, Samson Magnuson, Nathan Johnson, Arx Cowbell, Monster, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Icebug, Titus Andromedon, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Zeke, Straw Cab, That Charlie, Yanni, Darkstorm Dota, Pistol Pete, and Matthew Evans. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to our Patreon. We Like Dota episode 395 starts now. Welcome, listeners, to We Like Dota, episode 395. Uh, this week, I am your host, Jim, and I am joined by Arian, who makes his return to the podcast. That's me. Hi. I am making my return. Yeah, it's great. You've thank been really you, busy, huh? Yes, I have been uh, with with uni and uh, work. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop working at the German press agency, like working in esports at the end of this year. Uh, and I started a new job at like the central organization of Iranians in Germany uh, oh, at wow. the start of this month. So, are you covering esports for them? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually, I'm I'm not. It's very different from from esports. Uh, but yeah, given the the current, I mean, it, it already would be busy, you know, doing a new job. Uh, sure. Even though I did an internship there uh, for the past half year. Which I now transitioned into a job. Uh, it's great to hear, though. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, given the situation in Iran right now, obviously, um, there's a lot of other things on my mind than playing Dota or Dota Two podcasting, for that matter. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. I think we're all you know, started the school year here in the yes. United States. Uh, all of us parents are very busy, but uh, Dota does provide sometimes a, a, a nice distraction from. The important things. It does. It does. And this is the time of the year for Dota distraction. That's it's correct, uh, the second most important event in esports each year. The international. Is this the second most important? What is the, according to you, the most important event in esports? We like Dota League. <laughs> ah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Man, people are going to be have... so mad about you mentioning this, and then we don't elaborate. <laughs> well, but we will elaborate on the international in case they're not in case they're not aware mm. of, uh, of of what that is. The eleventh international, actually. Oh, yeah. I COVID, along with like, you know, probably killing millions of people, also like disjointed. TIs from the number of the year. Yes, yes, yes. And that's very true. That's that's bad too. I mean, it was like sure, like it was. Uh, it wasn't exactly joined to you know, like TI ten mm. was twenty twenty, not twenty ten. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if you know this. I am actually joined perfectly uh, to the to the millennia. I'm a. I was born in the year two thousand, so for yeah. me it actually works out perfectly. TI is just a. A bad uh, copy of the system. Well, yeah, I'm glad COVID didn't disconnect you from your increase. No, age. I did still uh, celebrate my well. birthday. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, uh, in in many many aspects, I feel like this TI marks the the start of uh, a new era for Dota Two esports. I guess if we might say so, um, since the the prize pool is. Not gonna reach. Uh, I think everybody's just accepted this at this point, right? That it's not gonna reach where it has reached in the past. Uh, people are yeah. saying Dota is dead. I think this is actually pretty healthy for the scene. Probably like, I don't think Dota got much out of it the past few years. Just shoveling like insurmountable amounts, like dumb amounts of money down Valve's uh, throat. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then also, like, the format is very different. They're making it uh, a bit more akin to, I don't want to say this, but the, the League of Legends World Championships, right? That's a much longer format than TI was as well. For, like, World Championship and for 
event of its gravitas, TI was always a pretty short tournament, but now we have yeah. the the last chance qualifier, which uh, kind of, I mean, in my opinion, it did count as like an extension of TI, right? It was teams in Singapore playing, even though it was technically still a qualifier. It still felt a bit like, you know, TI vibes, uh, I guess. And then we also have these very extensive breaks, uh, between between stages elongating the tournament even further yeah which i mean i guess we'll see how that goes i guess it's okay right i mean i don't think it makes a big difference if you're watching from home but it makes attending the tournament much harder and much more expensive <laughs> oh yeah like i can't even imagine okay i spent like a whole month in singapore for sure for sure i think it is yeah, I don't know. I mean, right now we're in that that first couple of days of the group stage where it's just like Dota constantly. Much of it is when those of us in the United States are asleep. Yeah, but. the the time zones I have to mention they're garbage for Europe. Mm. Uh, how are I mean, they I, for the US? When do the games start and when do they end? Uh, they start ten p.m. Mm-hmm. and they end around like eight or nine a.m. Okay, yeah, that's actually terrible. That's even worse than EU. My bad. <laughs> no like, problem. When I wake yeah, up, I, watch, I can like, still watch like two or three hours of like the closing games. Uh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, I watch like must suck for you. One and a half series at night. Yeah, and like, uh, sorry, but watching what what it doesn't hit the same for me. No, I agree. Like I, I want the, first of all when I pull up the stream, right? It chooses for me. Uh, what game I'm gonna watch? If I wanna like, if I decide to watch a what, I first feel like I have to do the the research, so I like watch the best games of the day. Uh, yeah, and then when I just pull up the stream, right, it says, "Oh, well, there's a game." Yeah, and I feel like that's a good point with the best games thing because I feel like if you're watching like one of your favorite teams or somebody you're rooting for or somebody you're rooting against live, you're just more emotionally invested in it. Even if it's a crappy game, yeah, yeah, for sure. But if you're just like you just want the best games, like I'll watch, you know, two of these like rando teams play if it's like a crazy wacky game that's with like fun heroes and stuff. Yeah, mm, yeah, that's for sure. Even though I don't actually care about the outcome. Mm. Do you want to just? Uh, I think it makes more sense in this format that we're sliding into right now. Do you just want to do the news now and then do the feelings afterwards? Yeah, I let's think just, that makes sense. Let's just keep the segment going. I mean, we're we've been freestyling the podcast for for a couple months now, so I guess we don't even yeah. have to adhere to the the format anymore if we're not adhering to a regular up- upload schedule as well. I mean, I just think that you know, keeping Dota feelings before the news isn't the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Honestly. Uh, do you so, have you had a chance? Did you watch any of the last chance qualifier? E, I mean, I I have to like keep a general uh, overview of what's happening. I didn't watch many games in particular, but I kept up with it a bit. Uh, I think it was very sad to see the like clear like the last uh, chance qualifier. It exemplified regional depth where we were, in my opinion. Mm. Because it is like the you know the teams that didn't make it through the regular DPC that didn't perform that well at the majors, uh, yeah, from every region. So very clear that you know EU uh, and and uh, Southeast Asia, uh, China also, Eastern Europe, Western Europe, China doing pretty well. But the standout like teams on being bad is just North and South America, right? Um, just uh, pretty. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely the last chance because. Those regions are like shadow. Are top heavy, and I mean, I'm not sure if had very top heavy success in tournaments over yeah. the course of the year. I mean, I'm not sure if top heavy is the the right framing here. I would just say like shallow and deep uh, in this case, because we don't All know right. that well right now. If like the the teams at the top, I think like the teams at the top have to be good if you. Like, want to say this region is top heavy right now? We don't know yet if EU is good, for example. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, I can see that. But the in terms of performance over the course of the year, even at majors, like Beast Coast and Thunder Awaken 
got a lot of points from them. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And that is in competition against everyone except China, for the with the example of the one. But, um, you know, they did get a lot from those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nouns is and TSM, TSM came in second, right? In a major. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, EG is looking good right now as well, right? Like, any. Oh yeah, they've only lost the liquid so far. Uh, in the last yeah, chance qualifier, uh, Team Liquid and Team Secret made it. I this was pretty surprising for me. I didn't rate either of these teams pretty highly. I would have like bet money on if I was a betting man on one of the Chinese teams making it at least along with an Eastern or Western European team. Yeah, that was my battle pass prediction. Mm. I just picked the two Chinese teams. Yes. Uh, maybe it's got to do with the shitty sponsors that the both both any teams participating in this have that they didn't make it out of groups. Do they have sponsors? Yes. Is it so, Wildcard Gaming and now? I mean, Wildcard is like a tier five esports org. Oh, are they? Uh huh. And then Nouns is like a very very shitty NFT company. <laughs> they they mint NFTs. So like Nouns itself is an NFT. Uh, I think they like make words, and then that's the NFT. I mean, I don't give a shit honestly about this. Like about NFTs, they fucking suck. So, I'm I'm unwilling to put the effort in to understand what exactly nouns is. I all I know is that it sucks and they're shitty. I thought it was literally just the name that the players had come up with for their stack. <laughs> oh yeah, something like that. No, no, no. Yeah, it's I thought it was like a uh, like a joke about like pronouns oh boy but, yeah but they're not even pros yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> like uh, they they don't even reach that level but do i am i bad i mean i don't think i'm a bad person for this i think it's funny that wildcard gaming is uh like literally like the one of the worst teams in the last chance qualify like absolutely demolished didn't even make it out of groups uh because the only thing, like, I remember from any of these players is Sammy Boy, like, winning one game against EG with Jarex and then just, like, viciously trash-talking the guy into Oblivion for, like, no fucking reason. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, well, that's what you well, know I... for now. Nobody knows, like, oh, this guy is pretty good. People just know him for being a dick now. I think he... I think that was honestly like less of a jerk than he is in like high level pubs. Oh really? He has like a reputation as being like interesting, particularly interesting. jerky. So, well, uh, not good for him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not playing anymore. Oh. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm happy for Liquid. I mean, I, th I think it's yeah great that they're doing well. I, I'm just today. a hater to my core, right? Like, on paper, Liquid is like a very lovable team. Um, like people I know that like you know have stuff to do with the team like the the players are all super nice they maintain a very good like friendshipy image in public as well yeah. like it's one of the teams where it seems like the the relationship these players have behind the scenes uh, is actually pretty accurate to the like cookie cut not cookie cutter like uh, rosy image that they have with the public uh, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I they, can't, they seem to like each other. I can't stop being a Team Liquid hater. I don't know what uh, what's inside me that compels me to be a hater on Team Liquid. It's so weird. Because you were a huge Team Liquid fan, right? Back when they had, yes, like, when they had Kuroki. Uh, maybe that's why I see them as imposters. Ah. Probably not. Yeah, I just, you know, I want to <laughs> see them fail. I don't know why. That's, there's, yeah, that's there's something inside of me, Jim. I feel like everybody likes like they're like very lo lovable. Like, I mean, I, I like the name. players individually. I wish nothing but the best for the players individually. But uh, I guess maybe in this case, I, I feel like they're worse than the sum of their parts. I just want the team <laughs> to fail. Oh, interesting. I mean, they've looked pretty good so far. Ti. Yes, surprisingly. Uh, team Secret yeah. as well. They were like very very bad in the last DPC. They didn't make it through. Yeah, I mean, they're the. They didn't look very good. They didn't make it to the major or anything. Yeah. Yeah, they really had to come through the last chance. Yep. Uh, and then they did in, like, dominating fashion. Yeah, for sure. They looked very good. 
Like, I don't think they lost a, a game in the whole knockout stage. How, okay, I'm just seeing this now. How is Ramsey 666 on Virtus Pro again? That's crazy. <laughs> well, Virtus Pro. So, so Wait, Virtus how Pro is Virtus Pro allowed to compete again? Hello? Well, uh, evidently they, like, changed the parent company ownership or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But um, they're not uh, competing in TI. No, they're not. And evidently, what was it? They were the team that got knocked out because of that, like, rounding issue. Oh, huh? yeah. Oof. So nice. they had that chance, and then they lost it. And then they were in Arlington, and they, they lost a match. And then they had two shots at the last chance qualifier, and they lost both series on the last day. Oof. That sucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> And so they ended up not there. But yeah, Secret dominated. And then, I don't know, it's it's hard to tell. Like, I, it's kind of become like a meme on the Discord, at least between me and Zizalis1, about how I think people are taking money to lose to Secret. Like, the most ridiculous stuff happens in these Secret games. Like, the team will be beating them. And then the team will like randomly use BKBs and run in one at a time and see who will win the game. Interesting. Maybe they're and scared that Puppy will beat the shit out of them. Maybe. Like it happened once or twice in the uh, the last chance qualifier, and I was like, "This is absolutely nuts!" Like, why did this happen? And then last night I was watching Secret Fanatic, and at one point, and Fanatic's like doing terribly. Like they're they're I think at like the bottom of their group table. Or close to it. And what was it? They had like a a Bloodseeker with an Aegis, and he gets caught. And you're like, alright, well he's gonna try to make it out to a tower and everyone can TP in. And then like they TP in slowly, which is fine. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yes. Also the the staggering effect of TPs, maybe that played into it. No, no, because <laughs> The, the most puzzling thing was they do end up killing the Bloodseeker twice. And then, like, the camera pans down. And Fnatic's uh, Enigma is, like, running back and forth in the lane with his BKB on, not anywhere <laughs> near his team. I'm like, why is he... Da- like, how did he get down there? Like, what did he TP to to get there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's another one that's in that same game where like they, they go to five man smoke and they run like parallel to the high ground. The crystal maiden on their team runs up on the high ground and her and her smoke pops, at which point she stands immobile for like two seconds. <laughs> the rest of Fnatic like runs away, like blinks away from her. Was this a? You're talking about Fnatic. Fnatic was not in this qualifier. Are you... No, no, this was last night. This was in, in TI Oh, itself. TI. Okay, my bad, my bad. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the rest of the team runs away from her. She just gets, like, solo killed because she she took her hands off her keyboard and mouse. And so Zayats was able to hit her with a uh, a roll, yes. I think, from Earth Spirit. Also, for anybody and... wondering, Zayats and the Zalts 01 are different people. Oh, good call. Good, good point. Um, make sure that's clear. And then they, like, killed Fnatic one by one because they were, like, running away when they were smoked and found out that the other team where the other team was. I mean, we can note this down, right? We'll have a, a watchful eye on Team Secret. Maybe we'll have to take some steps to officially sanction them from WLD. If they're yeah, found to be guilty that. of, like, fixing matches. It's got to be Overwatch, man. we got to Overwatch these dudes. Yeah, gotta. And then the next game, Fnatic won. Hmm. You're on the list, Secret. At the secret. time, Fnatic had won, like, very few games. What? You're on the list, Secret. Yeah. But there were just so, there's so many times. I'm like, why are people doing this to Seeker? Why are people, like, handing them kills uh, in key, at key points? And it's not even, like... It's not, like, a surprise team fight and they just execute better. It's, like, literally, like, one by one running in. And then, yeah, they get here at TI, and they're, like, six and four. They're doing well, but... Hmm. Um, I don't think they've they haven't had to play uh, Aster Entity or Spirit. Um, 
and they they got O2'd by Tundra. Jim. Yeah. Do you should I make you horny right now? Um, you can. You I mean, do you want to talk about evil geniuses? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. Tell me how they're gonna win. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they're going to win because uh, they lost their two to, to Liquid last night. Mm. Um, and Liquid looked really good. See, I, only saw sorry, half of it cause I like them because they're too old OG. I think that's cool. Yeah, they too old OG. That was... And those games weren't super close. EG the first day, too old OG, uh, PSG, I mean, that's and, crazy. Honestly. And Sonics. I mean, Sonics, like, that's a freebie looking at the, yeah. <laughs> the rest of the groups. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But but two owing PSG LGD. Oy, oy, oy. Yeah, and they looked like Evil Genius looked very very good in them. Mm. I'm not so. I mean, maybe I'm not surprised that Liquid had a chance because EG I suspect probably came in with something something new at least in like how they play maybe. Mm-hmm. So people were kind of taken off guard, but Liquid had been playing the last chance yeah. qualifier. A lot of like, for, like a super month. quick victories here from EG as well. Like. A lot of sub thirty minute victories. Yeah, they they seem to be like they're previously like get me uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but weren't they previously known for like even like drawing out winning games and like playing super fucking safe? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is that is definitely the easy way. But it seems like they're putting like really strong like pushing slash map pressure heroes on. Uh, the offlaner, mm. Nightfall. And then... And it took them two days to pick Stormspirit. That's crazy as well. I know. Well, well, they have the, the ace up their sleeve, which is they're just first pick Primal Beast for Abed. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it is, like, it may be unbeatable. Interesting. Um, yeah, he just, like, absolutely... Like, they just kept... If Primal Beast got through, they just first picked Primal Beast... And he just like took over the game. Was it the one of the first games I saw? I think it was against PSG, maybe OG. And it, well, whatever it was, it was like Primal Beast against someone who was definitely going to beat Primal Beast. Like it was not going to be an easy lane. And oh yeah, I think it was uh, Leshrac. So it was, it was he, he was on Primal Beast and Quinn was on Leshrac. And every Sonic game is hilarious because Quinn is like way ahead in net worth until like twenty minutes, and his team loses. <laughs> but um, like Lesh was like beating up on Primal Beast, like okay, you know that's gonna happen. And then like Primal Beast just runs around and kills someone every twenty five seconds, whatever the cooldown of his ultimate is. And then like the, everything just falls apart. Like the Beastmaster or the Broodmother, they've been first picking Broodmother for uh, Nightfall. Just like takes away the entire jungle in the time it takes to like deal with one primal beast charge. Mm. And then and they haven't been picking stupid heroes for crit either, which is exciting. Sonic's picked the back uh picked Leslo back Leslau back up. Interesting. Didn't they kick him for Kazu a while ago? Am I wrong? Ah. Uh, uh... Was Kezu like standing in or something? I thought Lizla was there for a long time. I, yeah, he was, but I feel like they they kicked him and then he came back. I don't know. Yes, yeah, yes, I mean, they did kick him. Ruben. They did kick him after the last international. They picked him back up just for Ti. Oh wow! Interesting. All right. But yeah, there's these the crazy push stuff on Nightfall seems to be the strategy to help. Create more space for Arteezy. Arteezy. Yes. How's he looking? I haven't watched a single EG game, so how's my boy looking? I mean, you know, it's Arteezy. Looks the same as ever. Okay. He farms and he kills all the buildings. Nice. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they put him on Terrorblade and it's like, you're just kind of on a clock. Mm. He's played a lot of SF, who's been a hugely successful hero this Yeah, it tournament. seems like. Um, his SF has been successful. My boys, uh, gaming gladiators, are doing pre- they're doing decent, right? It's their first TI, and they're not they're not they don't yeah. suck. I think that's good. Yeah, yeah, they're doing all right. I mean, they lost to RNG, who looked like the 
best team in the group. Uh, they play EG tonight, which will be fun. Oh, yeah. And they lost to OG, which is fine. Yes, yes, that's fine. But, yeah, Gaiman haven't played uh, Sonics yet, so you assume that's another two wins. Have they played PSG LGD? No, they haven't played EG, PSG, <laughs> or Liquid. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Well... But I mean, yeah. Probably knows? gonna. I don't think they're gonna make upper bracket, but they're probably gonna stay in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, they're not gonna finish below. Bet Boom or Sonics? Yeah, there's no way. Bet Boom or Sonics? Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, good for them. Um, I like them too. Celery is is cool. Um, yeah, the second group. I don't know, Team Spirit keeps one wanting everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like no matter who they I are. I mean they're chilling, right? Like they yeah. they're one of those teams that they're so good that it it's pretty clear like when they start like putting way more effort in. Yeah. And I don't think this is the case yet. Like they I think yeah, it's like, they still they, have a lot of As I said before, go. they're like the Kobe and Shaq Lakers. Can you elaborate like, on this? Yeah, so like with back when Lakers had had Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. They would just like rest them all the time and, you know, they'd sit out for injuries, real or uh, imagined, and they'd like roll into the playoffs in like the sixth seed out of eight or the fifth seed out of eight. Mm-hmm. And then they would win the NBA championship because that's oh, when they would start playing. That's that's pretty smart, right? Everyone. Like, do you get preferential seeding? If you have a good seed, do you like play worse teams at the start? Yeah. Oh, that's smart then. It sh- yeah, it should work that way, unless the best team is literally just taking it easy mm. for the whole first five months of the season. <laughs> interesting, interesting. And I, yeah, I feel like Spirit was like that. Uh, Wings was like that too. Like at, at TI six, Wings was was like five hundred in the group stage, mm-hmm. and they just like started playing for real, and they won the whole thing. Yes, yes. Uh, PSG LGD looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I falling below I mean, expectations for sure, but they won one Hakori. I don't even know what Hakori is. That is embarrassing, honestly. Yeah, that was when I posted. Uh, Forget it, boys. PSG sucks. We lost. Hmm. I didn't realize that that later on that night they were gonna lose O two to Evil Geniuses, which would have been a funnier punchline. Yeah, yeah. And then what? What else did they do? They also went one one against Sonics. That is also super embarrassing. But there may be extenuating circumstances for them, Arian. Mm-hmm. COVID. Uh, I recently... What? Nothing. Keep going, sorry. I, I recently learned that someone associated with LGD has COVID-19. Mm-hmm. It's the manager, uh, I believe? The, and The general manager of LGD Esports Club. He's apparently not... Uh, on the official list of eight people who reported it, which I don't know what that means. Yeah, and apparently people are mad because they got like uh, draft and uh, site or like uh, you know the priority thing where you can choose if you want radiant dire or first pick last pick. They're being penalized for that. Ah, people are a bit mad, saying like, "Oh, it's not their team," but I don't think it's a big deal. Like the. The penalty system in Dota, I think, is pretty lightweight in general. Yes, I agree. Like, there's nothing in the game penalizing you. Uh, and, you know, it's oh. pretty shitty to not report if you have COVID, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, like, the answer isn't, like... Uh, I, I'm sorry I didn't do it because I thought this or because... You know, I didn't do this. It's just like, I'm sorry I didn't report it. Mm. Like, he knew he had it. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, people, like, they don't get... They don't do this argument in reverse. They're not right. Oh, you shouldn't... Uh, you shouldn't punish the York because, like, if the player does something... Like, imagine that South American player, right? That said, like, heinously racist shit during a tournament. Oh, imagine yeah, yeah. if people went, like, oh... Uh, the player and the orc, they're different uh, entities, so why are you punishing the orc for what he said, right? Like, that's the only level you have, right? Like, the team, like, the team as an organization, like, you can't penalize the manager. I guess you can say, like, right. leave, uh, <laughs> leave Singapore and go back to China, but 
that won't work because he has COVID <laughs> now, right? You have to keep him on site. So <laughs> if he has COVID, yeah, there's no way he's getting back into China. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true, true boy. <laughs> I'll have to stay in a, like an airport hotel the, for two months or something. The big CCP, uh, CCP uh, Congress right now, right? Where Xi is I like... Uh, I'm American. I don't follow other countries' politics. The, the Chinese well. Communist Party, they're having their, like, uh, I think, four-year Congress right now where Xi is going to, like, become dictator of China or, like, wants to crown himself basically dictator of China. I'm just imagining, like, him personally... Uh, his his like goons, they go up to him and he's like, "Oh, we gotta keep this guy out of China." PSG LGD manager. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I like the- you have to punish the orcs somehow, right? And this is where. Yeah, yeah, I think it's fine. I I do like the idea. I thought you were gonna say that that President Xi was gonna make a speech at the uh, four year Congress of the Chinese Communist Party about uh, the mistreatment of LGBT <laughs> <Dota> two team. <laughs> he's like. First, like talking about annexing Taiwan, then he's like going on a tirade <laughs> about how the West is disrespecting China, and then he's like, yeah, like But he- the worst of all is how PSG LGD <laughs> has been treated at the international. He rushes through a couple pages on Taiwan, and he's like, Okay, okay, but <laughs> to lose the right of first choice in a match, oh, wow. that'd be so good. <laughs> Like Macron, Macron would weigh in, oh. right? Because PSG, like he'd have a yeah, position yeah. on it, like some appeasement <laughs> shit again. <laughs> like the United uh, Nations itself G- ends up doing things. Like someone from like UAE, because isn't PSG owned by like a Sheikh or something? Probably, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> you never know how. The, the impact that esports can have until something like this happens, you know, <laughs> on the world. So anyway, I think PSG is underperforming because uh, of the uh, uh, the stress of having to deal with this COVID business. Yeah. And now they're and now at least they have an excuse for getting beat up by RNG tomorrow, because <laughs> RNG is lighting everyone up. Hmm. Um, Asta looking good. This is uh, yeah. uncharacteristic. Asta are known for being good nationally, but then sucking internationally. Oh, yeah, you've mentioned that before. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the sucking part, it can still come, right? Maybe they'll fall off in the playoffs. They'll, they'll realize, like, oh, shit, we're Team Asta, guys. We're not a regular Chinese team. Let's fucking lose. <laughs> yeah, but they... I gotta say, Monet has been my, uh, like, fantasy talisman mm, getting getting some points uh, okay that guy scores a lot of, he takes down a lot of towers man <laughs> just slaving you. away for jim's fantasy points <laughs> darn right darn right Fa- so fantasy this year ha- you haven't played it right because you've been kind of out of pocket yeah so i guess this transitions us now into daughter feelings uh just Okay. We have one big segment that's just everything uh, this this week, I guess. Um, I have not done any of the like regular battle pass interactions. I bought the base level battle pass, the level one. I'm now at level fourteen, yeah. which is pretty nice in my opinion. Um, that's pretty good, yeah. Honestly, uh, I forgot. I mean, I didn't forget. Like, I it it just wasn't my priority this week. I did not make any qualifier like i didn't make any predictions for qualifiers or the main tournament i didn't set up my bracket i this i like those two things i just mentioned i'm pretty sad about uh sorry i'm not i'm not sad about i don't really care i was planning to play fantasy but i missed the first day i was uh the from from friday to saturday i was in munich which is like a punishment in itself right going to Munich. Uh, I thought it was like a lovely place. Yeah, Mu- like fuck, and stuff? Fuck, on the record, any Germans listening, or anybody listening for that record, on the record, fuck Bavaria, dude. Bavaria should secede. And everybody in Germany would be happy, happier for it. Did your, did your favorite soccer team lose no, the only German No, I don't team? care about soccer at all. I just okay. hate Bavaria. Yeah, fuck Bavaria. I'm just going to say it again. Thank you. Um... Oh, hot takes today. 
So yeah, while I was in Bavaria, the first time in my life, actually, I, I was hoping to avoid it for like a big chunk of my life. Uh, I went strong for 22 years, but now I had to. Uh, so yeah, while I was in Bavaria, I didn't set my my first day of fantasy. And now I feel like it doesn't make any sense for me to start playing fantasy. Because I missed the first day. Alright, well, uh, let me disabuse you of that notion, my friend. Why? It doesn't seem to have total... It doesn't seem to count total score at all. Interesting. You can win between one and four fantasy levels each day. Oh, they changed fantasy? I didn't even know this. Yeah, that that is the thing that they changed. At the end of each year. Wow. Okay, maybe I will start doing fantasy. If you then. put a roster in at all, you get one fantasy level. That's cool. Yeah, so you're guaranteed all right, maybe... 10 fantasy levels. Up to 40. In theory. I don't have any... If you're Dora the Destroyer, who's like a fantasy savant. I don't have any cards, though, Jim. I just noticed. You should have 10 packs. If you okay. go to player cards, there should them. be 10 packs at the bottom. Yeah, I'm de- I'm definitely not a battle passer this this year. Yeah, you normally you're like very much a battle passer, but not this yes. year. Well, uh, how's fantasy going for you? Are you doing well, Jim? Eh, doing all right. I got two... I got top 50% the first day. I mean, there's a lot of people here who, in my opinion, really shouldn't shouldn't beat you out here who are destroying you right now. Eli, dude, you're yeah. getting beat by Elihu and Doi1. Elihu doesn't care about this. How are you losing to Elihu? Ah, look who's into it, man. He's there every day in the Discord. We're talking okay, fantasy. My bad, my bad. Yeah, and I didn't get any good. Well, I mean, all right. I said there's I no way you're cards, losing. But like my carries the first day. Were I'm amazing. sorry to dwell on this. There's no way you're losing to Dora the Destroyer. The last time this guy played a pub is legitimately like three years ago. Yeah, he's good at fantasy. I'm serious. He's like the highest scorer in our Discord when we chat. Interesting. Like, yeah, he's all even. I think he even bought some. Maybe packs. the less you play, the better you become at fantasy. Could this be a thing? It could be. Well, I I was hard on. I was like hard into uh, PSG at first. I thought they'd do well, but they didn't. Hmm. And then whatever. I mean, you get some extra points. Like that. There's you don't have like that. At first, they seem not to give anyone any packs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like the first day they unveil the fantasy, people are like I have one pack. Uh and then they gave everyone ten packs. But 10 packs does not get you every player. <laughs> and, like, I was missing lots of, like, important players. Um, so you had to buy? So it's pretty... I still don't have an Ame. I'm never going to have an Ame. You don't have Ame? I don't have Ame. I don't have BZM, who's, like, the highest score in the whole thing so far. Interesting, interesting. I don't have... Uh, well, Exnova, I wish I had. I wish I had Cheshire Cat. Insania. Yeah, it's a, it's a bunch I don't have. And it's just kind of annoying uh, in that respect. I'm sorry, Jim. So it's not quite as fun as, like, pouring over, like, 8 million silver cards. Like, which one's the best one? Like, who do I It doesn't play There's no card rarities anymore? Well, there are, but you have so few cards. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I have a silver Arteezy, so I'm going to use that one. You know? I see, I see. Um... So I think it, it lost a little bit from that, but you get more for it. More points, really? Well, I mean, you could win up to 40 Battle Pass levels. How? Over the course of the tournament. On the other hand, like, I don't know, what do 40 Battle Pass levels get you anymore? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Inflation. It's sitting Dota as well. My Battle Pass per levels, they don't go as far as they used to. I guess. I guess it gets me another, like, Battle Pass collection, so I can have another Doom set I'm not going to equip. I mean, I don't know, but I think the candy. I still my my. I hold my hopes out for the candy market or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh yeah, that's coming at some point. The candy works. <laughs> I've eighteen candy sacks, so I'm ready to. Nice, uh, nice. happy for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll eighteen candy sacks is probably like one tenth of the way to like Lena Arcana, maybe or something. That's the only Arcana they'll give out. How do you even see... If you have 200... Okay, I'll check. If what? Do I have any candy sacks? No, I don't have candy. You probably have like one I have one, yes. Nice. I don't know how I have 18, but... 
But it seems like the the battle pass is. I don't know. I'm reasonably happy with it. Cavern crawl. Last week, I had a very successful cavern week, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was able to just like knock out a whole bunch. And then this week, I got like trapped in a in a tough spot. Oh man. Yeah, like I don't have like many doubles. I have a double with OD, which is like questionable. And then I, I played Animage last week. And like you never want to do that in your first game of the night. Uh yeah, nice excuse, but sure. And uh I have Marcy, which is cool because Marcy's a dumb hero. She is, right? They somehow made her even like dumber in concept. The- yeah, I hadn't. I had not played in a single pub of Marcy in her new incarnation. And I think I only played. I mean, one her stun is a wee now, right? I think that's probably what's making her more busted. No, I think it's really. It's just yeah, because because I played her and I I decided to play her off lane because I have her in cavern and like Marcy wasn't banned. I'm gonna pick Marcy first, right? Hundred percent pick ban, last chance. And it, it, the game itself was uh, listed on Dota Buff as Ancient One because we had like Zizalis One and Praetor and some other people mm. in it. So, th- so like our opponents were like definitely better than me. <laughs> and Marcy, I you just like get to kill people. Yes. Like, oh, I'm here at the team fight. I'm gonna kill three of them because I bought one item a BKB. And. Uh, She's totally ridiculous in terms of like the impact she can have. I think she's just really strong. I still and uh, I think they should make her a support. That way, the concept is not toxic. I mean, but she is like in professional games. She is. I know. A support. But you just they should. Go, sorry, sh- I wasn't being clear. They should rework her ulti to a support ulti. Oh yeah. Because this just makes her, like, your support, but your... Like, she's way... I think this is a take from Zach, honestly. Zazal, zero one. Uh, she's way mm. too effective with just, like, brown boots BKB and no items. And... Yeah. Uh, that, that makes no sense. And, I mean, that's what a support does, right? You're effective without items. But supports right. can't really do damage without items, and she can yeah, right, right. She buys one item and hits her ulti and, like, solo kills yeah, anyone. Much. Uh, I don't know. I, I would prefer if they just made her, like, a fun fighting hero. Yeah, I mean, make her a call. Like, I think that's cool as well. Yeah. They, I mean, Dispose is so good. Yeah. I mean, new rebounds is better now, right? An AOE stun on this hero? Is it? Yeah, sending enemies where she lands. And, like, the fact that you just show up out of nowhere. Like, you just leap out of the fog, stun someone, and then reposition yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, she's just incredibly, incredibly good. So I got to play her, and we lost the game. <laughs> but it was, uh, playing Marcy was fun as hell. Cool, cool, cool. And then I, I got to play... Hoodwink, I played Squirrel, and that was fun. I played the Slark game today. Uh, not today, but this week. So, since I didn't play a lot, right? It felt very nice. Like, it was, I think this was when I was back from Prague, which I also went to this month. Uh, great city, by the way. Prague is amazing. Um, I queued with Beat Up and one of her friends were like fairly low MMR, no disrespect to them. Uh, so I got to go 32 and 1 on a Slark game. <laughs> Which, you know, there's probably nothing more frustrating than playing against a fat Slark because it feels like you cannot kill him. Right. Like, no matter what you do, no matter how well you combo your... Like, a Slark that is on your level farm-wise, right? If he's a co- like half-competent player... You have to use your spells competently to kill him, like very competently. And y- if you yeah. do one or two mistakes in your combos, you're just not going to kill him. A fat slark, there's very no chance of you ever killing him if he doesn't like fuck up super badly or like go in 1v5. 
But it feels like, oh, we just have to, like, because he's, you know, not a very high HP hero or shit like that. Um, it feels like, like you still feel like you have the chance of, like, if I use my spells correctly, maybe I can kill him. Uh, but you actually can't. Right. Which may be very frustrating. Uh, Yanni was spectating that game. I wasn't aware of it that much. He said I had, like, at one point up to 450 agility. I was, like, <laughs> hitting crazy, crazy hard. Yeah, Slark is supposed to, like, hasn't been picked that much at, at TI yeah. or in the, in the last chance, but it's supposed to be very, very good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the, the eggs is great. Yeah, yeah, that's what I have seen. I think uh, Liquid picked Slark, and I saw Batu playing with it. And and it, it was similar to your thing. Like, you think he's going to die, and then he just doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then he's back, and he just keeps... The shard is busted as well, man. I was saving so many of my teammates. Uh, I was playing with a CM on my team, and the only, like, uh, good... They had a... They had a... The only, like, non-targeted stunts that they had was Tornado and Ravage, right? So that's, like, spells you kind of often... Like, they they have long cooldowns. Even Tornado has, like, a super long cooldown. Once they used to spell those spells, like, my CM would... uh, ulti and i put the the shard cloud on top of him and then all the uh, rest <laughs> of the targeted stunts and hexes that they had it just straight up wouldn't work right yeah slark seems very cool yeah i didn't realize by the way that uh tendrils of the deep is like a it's a single target ravage right I thought it was like a. I have to check this again. But I was when reading it, I was under to under the impression that it was just like a mini ravage. What is tendrils of the? It's deep? the the new tidehunter shot. Oh, oh! I thought it was AOE, but it was just like a wedge. Yeah, I mean, I've, it is AOE, I guess technically, but it's a very small like. It's like an even smaller version of the scepter gush. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Just like a targeted orb of tendrils. Yeah, let me see see how it works. I can't. Okay. Do 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 by shard. Is it T? It's it's. Yeah, fairly big. Yeah, not like huge. Yeah, it's though. not a ravish. That's for sure. It's kind of a line. It's more of a yeah. line. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, definitely not ravish. What else is going on in my dollar things? I'm losing my guild spot, Jim. I was number one. I saw. I saw. I. I mean, I am still number one, but I was number one since the guild's inception. But because I haven't, like, I've played drastically less Dota ever since the start of September. I'm very close to losing yeah. my spot. I'm at 235 guild points right now. Juvu is at 232. He's probably going to overtake me soon. Wow. Not this week, I think, but next week or the week after. Yeah, you'll have a chance. I think Juvu's playing uh, or going to TI. That's true. So. That's true. I'll be out for a little bit. Maybe you can keep your lead. They should. How's that made me feel? Add a feature where you can, like, challenge people to a duel for guild points. Then I just 1v1 oh, mid and I destroy him. And it has no bearing on the amount of points the guild has. <laughs> yeah. It just does that. That, that leaderboard. <sighs> noobs ask noobs. Arian... Let's see what we have here from our listeners. First question, Mr. Fancy Pants. How are you watching the international this year? Twitch, YouTube, DVR? Uh, Twitch, mostly. I mean, I've not watched a lot, as I said, but mostly on my phone while I'm on the train. Okay. Uh, You're on the train when the games are being played? Yes, so mostly like in the morning or early, early noon. Okay. Yeah, I probably end up watching Twitch at night, uh, either on my phone if I'm up uh, in bed putting the kids to bed, or I like throw Twitch to my television and I watch it there if everyone's asleep. Nice. Yeah. 
Next question from Neff. Neff asks, what has been your favorite TI game so far? Are there any matches that you recommend we watch? Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, I don't think I've watched a single game from start to finish. I feel like I'm not qualified to answer this. All right. Yeah, I mean, I've watched quite a few. Which ones were good? I mean, I want to watch the game where PSGLGD lost to Hukari, actually. Not as sure <laughs> if they did, but I just want to see what happened there out of morbid curiosity. Yeah, that was uh, yeah game two, of the first series. Yeah, I don't know. I I certainly don't know what happened. Um, EG versus OG game one. Uh, did that happen? Yeah, EG OG game one was pretty good. It went fifty two minutes. Um, it was it was very back and forth near the end. A lot of fun heroes to watch. Amar Timbersaw. Uh, Ursa, last track. It was that. Was, that one was pretty good. What else did I see? Um, I also watched Liquid EG. I ended up watching a couple of Secret games. I mean, Secret Fanatic Game One. I already like described it was just complete nonsense. I couldn't figure out what was going on. I feel like a lot of the games have been kind of stompy. Where are they? I mean, EGs were. I, I saw this sub thirty minutes. Yeah, but like even the game, like Team Secret versus Thunder Awaken, just picking one at random. The first game was Team Secret twenty six to five in twenty seven minutes, and the second game was Thunder Awaken thirty eight to eight in twenty eight minutes. <laughs> it's like one team just gets like destroyed and they lose. I can't think of any like close game. I mean that that. EGOG game was pretty close. Nice, nice. The Fnatic Secret games were pretty close that I saw. Uh, Liquid's been playing pretty interesting games too. I'm trying to think of the one that I happened to watch that I enjoyed watching. I can't even find it on the thing anymore. But they've had some pretty l- longer games, I think, that, that went well. Hmm. I don't know, I can't find them anywhere. They lost 0-2 to PSG, though. Alright. Yeah, I mean, I guess we haven't seen that many, because... Only kind of day bad two. timing, and... I end up watching Stomps. I wonder how the, the game length uh, in this TI lines up with previous TIs. And then there's, like, set That's six, 65 minute games. Knoxville will know this. Oh, yeah. Knoxville's beefing with slacks. Did you see that? Is he? No, that's no way he's beefing. I think he was just adding his takes. Well, right. I mean, they're not like beefing, but I saw Nahas beefing with the with some guy on Twitter. That was pretty funny. <laughs> what was it about? Uh, betting sponsors. Oh. I guess I'll check that out. I don't know. I find a lot of this sponsor stuff kind of boring next question from Alihu imagine you have the choice of any food or drink along with any company with whom to watch the TI finals ignoring the timing and what are your respective selections imagine if the choice oh like company as in somebody people you're with okay I thought this was like I'm getting a sponsorship by a food and drink company to fly oh. me out to TI to watch the TI finals. Well, for us, that would have to be Seedlip, the world's premier non-alcoholic spirit. For sure, for sure. Did I mention, actually, now that I, I mentioned this, I was offered by Tundra to fly me out for free for the finals and pay for all my shit. Uh, you didn't do it? No, I can't do it because I have... Uh, my, my agency has very strict guidelines on journalistic integrity so that would be you know taking bribes basically yeah so you didn't do it yeah i mean i didn't do it all right (laughs) that's cool though good for them yeah they would have gotten a good person just so what would you pick food and drink 
Uh, what are you up for? I mean, something like that's local to Singapore, and I would want to be flown out by the food and drink company. Okay, that's fair. Ah, so you're, you're thinking it has to be in Singapore. Yes, of course. I mean, watching the TI file, I mean, yeah, I think so. Who's with me, actually? Yeah, that's that's the other part of the question. I will take you, Jim. Oh, I was going to say you. No way. Mwah. Yeah. So Aww. cute. I'm blushing now. Thank God this is a podcast. I know. You can't see us. Yeah, I I would... I don't know. I mean, I guess I... I don't know who I'd go with. But yeah, if you have to go to Singapore, you have to go to one of those, like, food truck, like, plazas that have, like, Michelin stars, mm, right? Yeah. Aren't those things, like, all over the place? And just get, like, crazy, like, the best street food you've ever eaten in your life. Yeah. That's what I would do. That's where I'd watch it. <laughs> Grab a bunch of that, a whole bunch of boxes. Um, smuggle it into the the stadium. I'm sure Singapore ha- has very lax rules for smuggling contraband into public uh, accommodations. I'm sure that's the case. Singapore. That's the... That's known the of the known yeah. for being very lax on enforcing their laws, a very yeah. non-autocratic state for sure. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> so that should be pretty easy, uh, and then and you and me can sit there and <laughs> eat our uh, Singaporean food in a luxury box. I mean, why not, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I would like that. Next question from Juvu. Which TI had the most heart put into it? Ooh, that's a good question. I want to first look something up. I know which one had the least heart put into it. Definitely TI4. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I will say, yeah. very mathematical take here. Yeah. TI10. Uh, because they had the most money. So technically okay. the most heart put in by the fans. All right, and money then, equals yes, love. Money equals love, exactly. If you have to measure it somehow, it's fine. And then out of the the TIs that... Uh, th- there's another metric that you can go by here, which is uh, TI11. The current TI had the most heart put into it because most teams equals most heart. Ah, the most hearts... Like the largest number of hearts. Exactly. That's not a good... Yeah, yeah, that's good too. The, the organ harvester take. Yeah. Always important. Yes. But lastly, you could also say that the best TI was TI1 because it was in Germany. Ah. Never Germany forget. equals love. Yes, that's true. The Germans. Yeah, I was actually going to say TI1. Why? Because it... Ah, because it was like the culmination of the development process like, of Dota, in a, yeah, and like the crazy like labor of love that the game was until that point. Yeah, you know what I mean. That makes sense. And then it just became this this uh, commercial thing. It sold out, Arian. Yeah, it did sold out. Sold out to the fans, dude. The most. I know. Of all people. The most scummy way to sell out, selling out to the fans. I know. They, like, sell their stuff to the people who enjoy it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, okay, so uh, another question from uh, a bit earlier related to selling out, I think, maybe. Or it's at least Selling out is at least related to my answer to it. There's a question from Rex Cow here. Is it better for an artist, filmmaker, etc., to have one or two genius-level works and a lifetime of schlock, or to have a long career of medium to good works but nothing okay. great? I will give a nuanced answer here. Oh, for the artist, like during his lifetime, I think it's better to have a long career of medium to good works because a lot of artists, like they put. A lot of their self-esteem hinges on their art, right? And if you're like, if you make a really, really good movie as a filmmaker, and then the rest of your life, you're never going to reach that again. You're going to feel like shit 
for the rest of your life after making that movie because mm. you never want to reach that that high again. So being consistent definitely uh, for the artist. But then in a historic sense, right? History is very very filled to the brim with big works, right? So yeah, there's few artists who are good enough where like their lifetime work actually gets submitted. Like most people are only known if you are like if you manage to be known like historically, which is very hard in itself. Uh, you're only known for like one or two works most of the time. Uh, so if you want to make history, you probably should go with the first part. That's fair. Yeah, I, I think that's true. I'm gonna go with the long career, medium to good works. Because just like get that paper when you can, man. Yeah. You know, Although, unless you could structure your genius level works to have like your first two films be absolutely brilliant and everyone thinks you're amazing and they just throw money at you for every project you want and they're all terrible. Because that, in that sense, you get the genius level works and a relatively Jim, long career because do you think it's like impossible to fail and. Once you become famous in the world. Do you think this was uh, Mike Itkiss's uh, aim when releasing his newest work? He just felt like uh, he wants to make one thing that's great that he'll be known for for the rest of his could be. Alternatively, he could say, all right, this is the foundation of my long oh, career. Oh, he's just going to really... I I'm mean, starting... Yeah, this is it. His work setting the, was generally known as mid at best, right? So this I, could set yeah, up a long... <laughs> He's setting the bar medium to good. Oh, interesting. Here it is, take. and we move forward from here interesting together. Take. Yeah, I could Next see that. question is from Brobomination. Damn, that's a cool name. It is. I like it. What's his logo? I mean, it's uh, Tony Soprano, so I can't complain. Is Sand King still a viable pick? Still? I've been solely playing him, and it seems as though the rest of my team has strong words about it. What do you all think? Is he worth practicing more? I think Sand King is a hero with a pretty high skill floor. And if you're not very, very good and very aware of your surroundings and not super good at hitting good, like, blink, barrel strike initiations, then the hero feels like trash. So that's uh, why I think he gets a bad rep, because there's way more trash Sand King players uh, than good Sand King players. Uh, you know, my thoughts on Sand King are well known. I think he's the worst hero in Dota. That's not true. That uh, animation, that right-click animation is the most unsatisfying thing in the game. Uh, that supports with worse animation. No, I think the, I think the Sand King one is, is the worst. All right. His, like, that sound that it plays is just so underwhelming. Other than that, I don't know. I guess he's fine. If you're playing him a lot, as it sounds like you ha you have been, then you like it and you're enjoying yes, it. Yes, because I'm a good player with good situational awareness, so I hit the perfect barrel strike every time. Yeah, I was, I was speaking to Pro Abomination. Uh, is that your alt? Do you have a Discord no, Smurf? No, no, that's I'm not bail locked. That's I would never do that. The, the question is: Is this bail locked? <laughs> I mean, who knows, really? <laughs> it could be at this Every point everybody could be oh, oh arian we're all bail <laughs> uh but yeah i mean i think if you're if you're enjoying playing it you should play it he's got a stun that's good i think he's probably not great now but yeah, you're fine hmm. he'll get good at some point again probably practice what you enjoy playing it's have fun Last question. We have a real Dota question here, Arian. It's for you. For me. Four Fates asks, why is it so important in the mid lane to manage the creep aggro and to pull slash not pull the wave away from the enemy? So if you're mid, usually, you know, uh, it's especially important if it's like a melee versus strange matchup, if you're the melee. But in general, you're exposing yourself to harassment with either, with first and foremost spells, but secondarily if the enemy has a good attack range, uh, also with right clicks. Uh, when you're going to right click a, a creep, so you're just trying to get them into your little corner so you can hug, you know, hug them in peace and get the CS. And this is especially 
become more important uh, become more important because before there were for every wave there was one very important creep the range creep which gives the most resources but now in some waves right there's the range creep and the flag barrel and if you don't get this last hit on the flag barrel on mid in the first two waves where it appears you might as well abandon the game it's hopeless after that um <laughs> So yeah, just you know, to not open yourself up to harassment and on two ranged heroes, right? If uh, one hero is very far from the creep and the other hero who's trying to CS it, not trying to deny it, um, is very close to the creep, the travel time of the projectile will aid your last hitting and make it harder for the enemy to deny. Great. Yeah, it's a thorough. Thank you, thank you. Thorough answer. That's very good. The only player, the only hero I play mid is Pudge. (laughs) Yeah, the only player, the only hero I play mid is Pudge. I mean, yeah, Pudge is just because it's stupidly easy right now. Yeah, oppressively good on getting CS in the mid lane. He's just oppressively good. Yeah, he has a good animation, a shit ton of damage. You can buy Crying Blade. You can like if you fail a CS. And you're quick, you can just rot the creep when it's very low. A lot you yeah. can do on patch to get CS. You get you get a uh if you're playing on Radiant, for example, you put a ward up by the, the hard camp and you just hook the hard camp creep off of cooldown. Mm, yeah. Just to like randomly get an entire hard camp <laughs> uh gold every minute. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. What do you do with the smaller creeps on the hard camp though? You have to kill him as well, all the big people. Yeah, I suck him again. I mean, hope you hope you get the uh, pine cones. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, I think that's us for this week. Cool. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you. Thank See you. Thank you for coming and talking to me, Arian. Whenever we feel like or have time to record again. Yes, probably soon because Ti yeah. has got people engaged. Yeah, has people engaged. Are you engaged right now with the game, Drew? I think I am. Nice, nice. Good for you. <laughs>